Good afternoon, everybody. This is your boy Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. We're coming at you once again on a Monday, and um, it's March, man. Um, the, the the month is kicked off with a bang. It is Women's History Month. I don't know if you know that or not, but it is Women's History Month. I've been uh, profoundly affected by some great women in my life. Uh, my wife, my mom. Um, uh, and that's just to name a few people like Kim Whitley who uh, took me under her wing, you know, as I was an up-and-coming comic in L.A. and gave me my first job in television, or people like Monique that, you know, uh, introduced me to the world on her television show. So um, when you start talking women's history, uh, that doesn't fall on deaf ears with Rodney Perry. Um, The Oscars were last night, um, and uh, shouts out to Lupita. I think I'm saying that correctly. And uh, this, this young lady got that supporting uh, actress for 12 Years a Slave. I still haven't seen this movie, and I'll tell you why. I mean, just the whole I – I wasn't ready to invest emotionally in another slave movie, and I'm ready now. So I will be seeing it, And um, but, I'm, I'm, of course, it's an amazing movie, and um, I'm happy for the whole cast. I wish uh, she would tell Ojafor would have got some love. But, you know, I mean, you can't win them all, and uh, that that brother's a great actor. He will be around. So we're getting ready to get into the show. I won't banter much longer. Thank you. Thank you to Fairfield, California. Had an incredible show out there, beautiful uh, downtown theater. Uh, Myself, Speedy, uh, Big Chuckles, you know, came out, and uh, my man Bam Bam was on the show with me, and uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful place, and so um, that's that was awesome, but you guys sit tight. It's Women's History Month. I got I got my guest today. You understand me? It's for the ladies. You understand? It's for the ladies, and it's also talking about a little of our history at the same time. Y'all stay right there. This is Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. Okay. Man, run that commercial for me. Smiling ain't on the line. Okay. All right. Tell you what, we are in full effect. I know we live, so you know you got to be ready to go live when you're riding the Perry. So get back in my controls. I was doing something else while I was doing the show. That's the thing about me. You never know how we're going to get it in. Uh, I got it. I'm, I'm ready, man. Okay, here we go. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with uh, with the show. This is your boy, Roddy Perry, to the Roddy Perry Live. Yeah. What's up, everybody around the world? Thanks for tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. Remember to follow Rodney on Twitter, at Rodney Perry. And for all of your Rodney Perry updates, text Rodney Perry, with no spaces, to 41411. Again, to stay up to date, text Rodney Perry with no spaces to 41411. Fourth down, coach. What do we do? I'll tell you what we do. I want you to go on the field. Look for anyone with an O. Let's kill them. With kindness. Jimmy, I want you to make balloon animals. Tyler, make little tea cozy. Something fun. Are you okay? <laughs> we will win this for Mother Russia. Coach, eat a Snickers. Why is that, Chief? You get a little loopy when you're hungry. Better? Better. Now let's go work! Yeah! You're not you when you're hungry. Snickers satisfies. Hey, it's your boy Roddy Perry. You're tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. We are back in full effect. 
uh, again, uh, thank you guys for constantly turning in, constantly supporting the show. You guys make this show great. Uh, our numbers are growing exponentially. And uh, also, thank you for supporting my show. It's uh, weekly on Bounce TV. The name of the show is Off the Chain. Uh, if, you, if you're not sure where to find us in your area, go to BounceTV.com, and uh, there's an icon for, you know, just, that's just designed for that, so you can let you know where you can find the show in your area. And uh, we do have a lot of stuff on the site. Off the train, off the chain has a lot of stuff on the site. So check that out, man. A lot of great stuff going on. I tell you what, I got my guests I'm about to bring on. But before I bring them on, well, you know what? Let's talk to them first. Let's talk to them, ladies and gentlemen. I do a show here in Atlanta called First Wednesdays. This guy's popped in on a couple of different occasions and completely destroyed the crowd. You understand me? When you start talking about a guy that has uh, crazy vocals, it's this man. His name is Kenny Miles. You can go to his website, KennyMiles.com. On Facebook, he's uh, Miles Kenny. That's M-Y-L-E-S-K-E-N-I. On Twitter, he's at Kenny Miles. That's K-E-N-I-M-Y-L-E-S. Instagram is also Kenny Miles. And uh, he has an event going down we're going to talk about. But when I tell you this guy's vocals are not to be messed with, well, you know what? I ain't going to even talk about it. I'm going to just play it. I'm going to play it, and, uh, you know, we'll see what's going on. Here's your boy, Rodney Perry. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
Roddy Perry. You tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. That's the man, Kenny Miles. The myth, the legend, he's on the line right now. What's up, Kenny? <laughs> What's going on, Perry? How you doing, man? Man, I, I love the song, No One's to Blame, man. I, I'm such a fan, dude, man. You know, anybody who follows this show knows I'm a I'm a complete R&B head. And, you know, to get an opportunity to meet a guy like you and, and you know, to become friends, man. And then, and then realize it all makes sense because you're a Virgo. Ah, yes, indeed. <laughs> you on the last day, you know, we ain't going to hold that against day. you. Okay. <laughs> but you're a Virgo, you, you know. Yeah. But, uh my sister's birthday is the same day as yours, and uh, and uh, so it's it's great to connect, man. First of all, how are you, bro? Man, I'm good, man. Blessed, man. I really appreciate you having me on today, man. Man, like I said, Kenny, man, I'm, I'm a fan. You guys, go to his Twitter page. It's at Kenny Miles. That's K-E-N-I-M-Y-L-E-S. You got, you got something great going on, man. The Spring Music Concert Series, Volume 1, uh, with the Point Blank Band. You you coming yes, out, indeed. Kenny Miles? You tell me. Don't tell me you coming with the live band and everything. <laughs> we gotta do it. We gotta do it, man. All right, these guys, man, they are so ridiculously talented, man. And they called me up and was like, man, you know, we we got an idea. And I said, let's go with it, man. I said, let's go with it. We had our first rehearsal and it was just like, oh yeah, this is this is what we're doing, man. Uh, so and, we and got that, a four piece, man. Yeah, I mean, and yes, you guys indeed. going down. March 21st, Clifton's Jazz Restaurant, that's 426 Northwest Broad Street, and that's in Fairburn, which I got a lot of friends yes. out that way, man. So what can they, yes, what's in store for them that night? Man, if you're on the south side, you got to come out, got to come out. Fellas, bring your ladies, uh, ladies, bring your fellas, whatever you want to do, come out. We're going to have a, a good time. It's um, a Jamaican cuisine. Mm. And uh, and yes, indeed, this is, the food is absolutely good, man. And uh, we're gonna do about a, about a couple hours, about maybe an hour and a half show, man. We're gonna go straight for it, man. And you're gonna get some soul, you'll get some R and D, you'll get some pop, you get a little bit of everything, man. Live. Well, you can. You, people, live. the people no, can go no get tickets. tickets. People can get tickets on a Brown Art Entertainment Co. So it's Brown Art. EntertainmentCO.com. You can go on the website. That's that's the uh, Clifton's website, and uh, yes. you can get information uh, for that night, man. And uh, dude, man, I, I'm a fan, Kenny, man. It, what I did know is that you were such a an accomplished actor, though. <laughs> well, we will say that I've been trying. I've been trying to get my feet wet, man. I haven't done what you've done yet, but you know. Man, I'm, we're, we're, I'm, making, I'm a, we're making it happen. Hold on, dog. You 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 did you did the game. You know, two can play that game. I'm sorry, you two can play the game. Uh-huh. You was in the two movie Life. Yeah, that's I, I was one of the. Yes, indeed. That's where I started, man. That's where I got my sad card doing that that movie, man. I got a call, you know, just to, just to be one of the prisoners, man. You know, just to be around Eddie. Yeah. And and you know, was was just a pleasure, man. Even if I didn't have a speaking role. You know what yeah. I mean? But it was just, it was a great experience for me coming out the gate, you know, uh, doing something and getting cast up for something like that, man. So you I, know, I remember, I remember that time, man. To be on that set had to be incredible because, like, I've talked to, like, Guy Torrey and, and uh, you know, different guys that were involved in that movie, and they was like, dude, it was so much fun on that set. Yeah, they acted a fool the entire time. 
You mean you, you got to look? Man. You was in the in the midst of comedy history. I mean, you on there? Yes. Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, uh, Bernie Mac. Uh, yes. Wow! Wow! That's crazy. Yes, indeed, man. Yes, indeed. That's actually where I started uh, uh, with writing with. Uh, I don't. I know you know uh, William Hanford Lee, man. We, yes. Uh, Yes, producer, man, he's here in Atlanta now, and uh, he and I wrote a couple songs, man, and got him placed on the Bernie Mac show. Uh, God rest his soul, man, and, and it's it's uh, it's been good, man. Life is life has been good. And then you know I'm part of the Root Boys too, so you know. Dude, what don't you do? <laughs> Get it, Miles? <laughs> well, you know, well, well, let's do this. Let's know, do this because I, I don't want to. Uh-huh. I don't want to speed through this because I want people to really understand the man we're talking to, actor. Uh, writer, you know, um, uh, you, you, I mean, you, you've worked with everybody from Kiki Wyatt to Avant, Nikki Gilbert, Angie Stone, Men at Large, Levert, Nappy Roots. Like, like, what's, what is it about Kenny Miles that makes you able to, tra- you know, to work with all these different people so seamlessly? Man, that's, you know, I I don't know, man. You know, it's, it's funny how God works, man. It's like I get a phone call. I, I started all that with Peter Michael Escobedo, man. She leaves mm-hmm. brother, man. I, I did a um uh, a gig for him, uh, replacement. I, I replaced uh, Anthony Hamilton uh, when he was with the uh, Nappy Roots, and it was just a, a, a whim thing. He's just like, man, you know, I'm like, I'm on the, I'm on a tightrope, and I need somebody. So if you can if you can fill in for me today, I appreciate it. You know, we did that first show, and he was like, all right, you got the tour. You got the rest of the tour, man. And everything else after that, man. Any gig that came by him, man, he would call me first. Hey, man, you available? Yeah. So, now, now, let me ask you this, Kenny. I mean, because, you know, I, I, you know, I kind of understand the acting world. I kind of understand the comedy world. But as a singer, a guy like you that's so super talented, like, what does it take for the whole world to know? Like, what's that thing when the light clicks on that the world goes, hey, we like you? What What is that for for a, a singer or a vocalist? Huh. I guess it's my alter ego, man. I always say, you know, as entertainers, we have an alter ego. And, and you know, Kenneth is, is, is the government name, and that's what, you know, I walk by, and that's what's on my ID. But when I hit the stage, man, Kenny comes out, dude. And okay. it's like, you know, it, it's just... I don't know. It's just it's just that alter ego that that people. I get to step outside of myself for for just a few minutes. You know what I'm saying? For an hour, or however long I'm on stage. Man, you you've you've done it all. Uh, member of the Rude Boys, um, solo projects, the whole nine. What's next? What can we look forward to up up down coming down the pipe? Oh wow, man! Well, um, I'm going to do another uh, solo CD now. I released one in 2000, uh, 2009. And I just it's just something that I wanted to do and, and I didn't have any backing, I didn't have any anybody, you know, going after it. I just said, you know, I wanna do an album and this is what I'm gonna do and I did it. So now that I've been, you know, working so hard and um and, and making contacts and and, you know, creating kind of a I guess you could say a buzz for myself, man, you know, I've been getting a lot of calls and I get a lot of producers, you know, drop tracks off to me, man. So right now I'm just I'm writing writing for other people. Um, I uh, got a couple songs out. I, I won't say right now because I'm not sure if you know if they're going to release them on their CDs right now. But you definitely can can be listening for another Kenny Miles album and get the first one if you can. But, uh, you can get uh, the, 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 my, my rhythm, my blues. My rhythm, my blues. Yes, indeed. 
Man, so yeah, go get that, cop that, and of course all the Rude Boys titles. Uh, man, yes, what do you what do you love about what you do? Wow, I just I love the team, man, and I love people, and they just to put the you know put the two of them together. It's just you know it's just something that I, it's like I can't live without it. You know what I mean? Wow. And I I, I, I just love it. I mean, even if I'm not getting paid. For so, man, I, I think I think that's awesome, and I think I can't sum it up any other way. Yeah, that, that, that's the perfect way to sum it up. Like I think when people are working for something other than that love or that that art, then that's when they're that's when they're, you know, it could be whack. You know, even mm-hmm. if you're talented, if you're working for something other than the art, you know, it could be it, it could be not cool, man. Uh, You've been singing to the ladies for a long time. It is uh, Women's History Month. Give me the most. Get, take me in the the Kenny Miles Women's History. What like? What's the craziest thing you've seen? You know, a woman do while you were singing. <laughs> wow, the craziest thing I've actually seen, man. And I had to take a double look just to be sure. But I don't know if you ever seen. Uh, I, <laughs> I, can't, I don't even know if I can say it on the radio. Oh, we, this is, we, this is uh, yeah, I can say it. Man, Dang. this lady sitting in the first row, absolutely first row, short dress. I mean, dress was short, 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 short. Fine, finally. I'm looking mm-hmm. at her like, okay, you know, I'm singing to her, I'm singing to her. Next thing I know, man, her legs got open, and she sat there the entire time with them open. No underwear. Wow. Oh, yeah, it was a big distraction. It was a big distraction, but I did, you know, I had to do my thing. I had to do my thing. We still cool to this day, too. I bet y'all are. Hey, it's your boy, Rodney Perry. You tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. Kenny Miles with a women's history moment. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Hey, hey, man, uh, the Spring Music Concert Series Volume 1 is going down with the Point Blank Band featuring my man Kenny Miles. It's Friday, March 21st. At Clifton's Jazz Restaurant. Now, what's what's the deal with Clifton's, man? Is, is it a cool spot? Clifton is a cool spot, man. This is actually uh, Jay Henry uh, actually introduced me to the owners of this club, man. And Jay is doing his thing down there on Fridays and Saturdays. And he said, man, mm-hmm. you can come down anytime you want, man. And so I was like, oh, that's what's up, man. We're going to do something March 21st. And he was like, okay, I'm down. Let's do it. 8.30 p.m. is going to it's gonna go down, man. We're going to have fun. You know, I have a couple of guests in the audience, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not exactly sure why. I'm at liberty to say who it is, but, you know, come on down. We're going to have some special guests coming down to wow. get on stage. You know, th- that's one of the things I like about the community of talent here in Atlanta, you know, even even more than L.A., and I know you spent your time in L.A., there's a sense of community. Like, you know, when Kenny Miles got a show, Kenny Miles' friends is all talented. They'll just pop up, you know. When Rodney Perry got a show, I'll look out and Kenny Miles will be standing in the crowd kicking it, just just coming to support. What is it about Atlanta that makes that? Because, you know, it's different than L.A., right? Oh, it's a lot different than L.A. But I think it's the transplants that are coming down here, man, because we're so used to it now. In L.A., I had, you know, we had that support, too, but it wasn't necessarily, like you say, from artists. It was more or less people. But, yeah, it is, it's just that southern, maybe it's that southern, you know, hospitality type of deal. I don't know, but right. artists, we, we do definitely come together, man, down here, and I like that. I love it. 
Well, man, it's, it's only $10. You can be a part of it. Go to the website, brownartentertainmentco.com. Get your tickets right now. Man, Kenny, man, I can't thank you enough for coming on, man. And then what we got to do is when you drop the new joint, you got to come uh-huh. back. We got to do a listening party on Rodney Perry Live. Oh, yeah, we're we going to make it happen. I love you, man. Hey, man. Yes, indeed. Hey, man, thanks thanks a lot. Thanks a bunch for coming on, and we're going to keep grinding, man. It's Women's History Month, y'all. This is Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. That's my man, Kenny Miles. Thanks for coming on, Kenny. Be blessed, brother. If you're looking for the latest in comedy, news, and entertainment, the only place to go is the Humor Meal. Check out the website, humormealmag.com. Humor Meal, the only place for comedy, news, and entertainment. I see you, Frank. Hey y'all, stay right there. We come back more Rodney Perry Live. And I would do anything for love. Oh, I would do anything for love. I would do anything for love. But I won't do that or that or this. No, this. Definitely not this. <laughs> it hurts, but I gotta like it. Hey, y'all, it's your boy Rodney Perry. You are, we are back. This is Rodney Perry. You're tuned into Rodney Perry Live. It is Monday. It is Monday. What's today? What is this? The third? March 3rd. Uh, my son's birthday is in 12 days. My son will be 21 years old. Happy birthday, Devin. I know it ain't your birthday yet, but it, God dang it, it's, it's coming. It just it occurred to me as I looked at the calendar. Anyway, um, I'm excited to bring in uh, uh, our contribution to Women's History Month today. Um, this young lady is a part of, of black history, you know, through uh, her legacy, through the legacy of her, her grandfather, but, man, just an awesome human being as I've had an opportunity to meet her and become friends with her. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Miss Christina Anderson. What's up, Christina? Um, nothing much. Just um, How you doing? <laughs> good, good. I'm I'm doing I'm doing fine, enjoying listening to your show. Just getting ready for the big event um next week. I Hold on, Christina. Hold on, Christina. Before you even okay. get into that. I gotta shout okay. you out. I got to shout okay. you out. First of all, you are the definition of tenacity, okay? Um, one thing I think in this life as we go and as we traverse this life and we're going on our respective journeys, a lot of times what stops people is the knowledge that they probably won't succeed. I don't see you even acknowledging that. I mean, I, I remember our first conversation and we are kind of putting together this event that, that's that's mm-hmm. come to fruition, and you're right. like, well, I want, I want, I want to do a concert, and I was like, well, it's kind of hard. You're like, okay, it'll be hard, but we'll get it done. And I was just like, this lady is dope. I was so impressed you. by you. What is it about you that says we're going to go for this? You know, I think it's just me, to be honest with you, being around my grandfather and grandmother, Chief Anderson and Gertrude especially chief, and, and and this is not a cliche when they say for every good man there's a good woman, 
because yeah. my grandmother Gertrude was his backbone. He really couldn't have done it without her, but it was really him. He never saw no as a challenge. Actually, he wow. saw no as more of an opportunity. You know, he he sought out to do anything he felt that he could. And I'm not talking about anything illegal. I'm not saying right. go out and rob a bank. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, don't, but, don't do that. <laughs> um, no, no. But, you know, any anything to make himself a better person, to help other people become more successful, get his point across, which was to become an aviation pioneer, he did it regardless of the challenges. And I I feel like if he could do it, I can do it. So I do not, I know challenges are in my way every day, all the time. I just figure out ways to get through them and get around them and make it happen. So that's how I think. I love it. Hey, y'all, this is Roddy Perry. You listen to Roddy Perry Live. We're talking to Ms. Christina Anderson now. Um, For anybody that doesn't know, Chief Anderson, go to the website first. The website is chiefanderson.com. I had an opportunity to do an event for the Association of of Black, what was it? Tell, tell okay, NBCFAE, um, National Black Federal Aviation. Aviation. Employees. Okay, so I had I had a, I had an opportunity to work for that organization, and at that organization, I met Christina Anderson. At that organization, first of all, I became aware of the contribution of blacks in aviation. I had no idea, okay? And so once you start looking at black aviation, all the arrows start pointing to one person. All the arrows start pointing to the guy that was the guy that taught the guys. And that guy is Chief Anderson, uh, the father of black aviation, uh, the chief flight instructor of the famed Tuskegee Airmen, Airman C. Alfred, Chief Anderson, will be honored with the United States Postal Stamp. How did this come about, Christina? Well, from, from I, I had to figure that out myself. So I, I called the um, post office HQ, which is up in D.C., and spoke to the individual that is pretty much over what stamps are created. And he said that over the past several decades, the public at large have been writing into the post office requesting stamp, a stamp or something acknowledging the Tuskegee Airmen. And this has been going on for years. And so finally, I guess the powers that be within the post office came together and said, we've got to do something, you know, to satisfy our, our public, our, you know, stamp buyers out here, our community, and then they said, okay, well, who do we, how do we start this? Because there were several airmen. So it keeps just not to belabor the point, but at the end of the conversation, it came up with, well, the way to honor the airmen to do Chief Anderson. Because without, the, without Chief Anderson, there would not have been the Tuskegee Airmen. And all the airmen respected him as their leader, as their chief flight instructor. So that satisfied the public and it satisfies the post office's obligation to to meet the public's request for this type of honor. So uh, the event is coming up um, March 13th, 2014, Brian Meyer College Performing Arts Series Education in the theater. You took it to another level. 
You got my man, Eric Robeson. You yeah. got Ben O'Neill, DJ Beauty. You got Rodney Perry hosting the whole situation. 7 p.m. How'd you put all this together, Christina? Rodney, you know, you actually helped me with my first, because I called you first. I know, right? <laughs> I, you know, seriously. And you inspired me, and you gave me some, you know, some nuggets of how to push along on this road because I've never done promotion before. This is my first event. And I have a background in human resources. This is not my thing. And, you know, with your inspiration and your knowledge and, you know, with me taking it in and thinking about it, I just move forward, reach out to the right people, and it has just all fallen in place. So, you know, I don't – you know, I, I believe in divine intervention, and I believe yeah. that, you know, we were supposed to meet, and all of this is happened for a reason. And I think this is going to be a true treat because this event is happening in Bryn Mawr, which I know a lot of people have not heard of that, but it's about three to five miles outside of Philly. So if you want to call yeah. it Philly, you know, to, for it's people's sake, we can yeah. call it Philly. Um, but... This is a true treat for Philly. We're having it there because my grandparents were born and raised in Bryn Mawr. So the post office asked me, well, where do you want to have this event? I said, where it all begins. We need to have it. We need to honor their roots. And so I live in Georgia just like you. So it's been like a nightmare logistically to try to plan an event in Pennsylvania for Georgia. But um, it's all coming together and spent some time with Eric Roberson last weekend, and he's awesome, and he's excited as well. Man, so he, he, I he's just, an awesome dude. He's been on the show, and I'm glad he's the guy because he has a sense of community, and mm-hmm. he's just just a dope guy. And, you know, when we had our first conversation, and we were kind of kicking names back around, and, and, and his name came up, and we both kind of was like, yo, that's it. And so yes. it's good to see it come come to light. Yeah, it, I'm very excited. I I really am. It's it's. I'm just can't wait. You know, it's gonna like I like you said, March 13th next week. And uh, for anyone who is listening, and people are actually traveling right now from all over America um, to come to this event, especially you know the local people there in the tri-state. It's not hard to get to Philly from like New York, New Jersey. Yeah. D.C., Maryland. Baltimore, D.C., yeah, yeah. Exactly. They're all kind of in driving distance or bus or train. But I really want to encourage people, as you said, to please go to the website and buy tickets for the concert. It's only $25 for a ticket. I think that is an awesome amount for you as the host, Eric Roberson, you know, as the main act and all the other things and all the other special um, treats that people are going to get that I won't release right now, but you know, please visit the website and get your tickets because they will be they will be going soon. And you can also email tickets at chiefanderson dot com and uh, get get the information. Uh, man, I think it's awesome what you're doing for the foundation. Um, and and some of the proceeds will go toward erecting an eight foot bronze statue. Where would that Where would that be housed? Okay, what I what my goal is, um, and I'm gonna give you your your listeners a, just a super like ten second history lesson. 
um, we all know the Tuskegee Airmen. We've heard the word. Well, Tuskegee is in Alabama, and oh. it's actually a town called Tuskegee, Alabama, where they were trained and all that, right kind of outside of Tuskegee University. And there is a place called Moton Field, which is um, one of the main airfields. The other one is long gone called Kennedy Field. But Moton Field still exists, named after the second president of Tuskegee University, Robert Moton. So um, Moton Field is now um, owned by the city, a private entity, and the National Park Service. So I want to actually build this eight-foot bronze statue of my grandfather with his trusty dog, Yo-Yo, who actually could sniff out bad pilots. And um, I want to donate that statue. Wait a minute. The dog would tell him, like, no, he ain't no good. (laughs) Yes, exactly. My grandfather trained. That's how they – that's how the the, the airmen got through. The last test was the dog. Wow. Awesome. (laughs) The dog Yo-Yo. So the statue was going to have Yo-Yo too. And I want to donate it to Moton Field. So whenever people come to visit that museum um, at Moton Field and see the field, they will be there to to greet, you know, Chief and Yo-Yo will greet them. So, yes. Awesome. I love it. Um, You're you're having such an icon as a, a grandfather. And I seem to see... Like the love, like when when you pull him up on the internet and you start looking at the images, it's always the image of him and this lady in the back of the plane. Is that your grandmother? No, that is Eleanor Roosevelt. That is Eleanor that, Roosevelt. That, that is like Eleanor a black woman. Roosevelt. No, no, all white. <laughs> she was the the first at that time. That was forty one. Um, she was the first lady of her her husband, President Roosevelt, oh, in the office. Right. We were in the midst of, um, well, you know, World War II had already started in Europe. And so Eleanor Roosevelt was there visiting Tuskegee University for a whole nother issue. She was there visiting a, the, the hospital. And she saw the planes flying around because there was a civilian pilot training program that Grandpa was heading there. And Grandpa was a charmer, believe me. He was a charmer. He could, if you ever met him, he would just, anybody's friend was his best friend after a minute with him. And I'm not surprised he befriended her within probably 30 seconds. And against her Secret Service detail and all her guards, she wanted to go on the plane ride with him, which shortly after that we get the creation of the Tuskegee Airmen. So a lot of people attribute um, that playwright with, you know, propelling this program to actually start, which with the airmen was the first time that the United States government allowed African Americans to fly for the United wow. States Armed Services. Now, now, is is there any any anything in the works? I know we've seen a film, you know, based on a Tuskegee Airmen, but um, will we ever see the Chief Anderson story? Yes, I when my grandfather was alive, my my dad would say so many people um, called him and propositioned him to do books, movies, and he he never he hated the limelight. He absolutely hated the limelight, so he said no to everything. Mm-hmm. I am currently working on his biography, um, which once I get the proper funding, 
I will be able to complete it because we do need a lot of money to actually complete this biography due to the research needed to research his life. And once his biography is created, um, I've pretty much been told by several entities that we can then turn it into a movie. But most of the time, the books come first. Um, so the biography is in the works, and people have been asking for the biography too. So I do plan in the future to do this, the movie on Chief Anderson, absolutely, because it's, it's the story is unbelievable, and they say truth is stranger than fiction. This is real, where some of the stuff is unbelievable about his life. Oh, one of the things that was biggest for, for Chief Anderson is, is mentoring youth. Um Let's talk about that and 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 how you know being at this is Women's History Month. You know, you know you as as head of the foundation. What are you doing to keep his 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 uh, his his legacy alive? As far as that mentoring youth. Well, one thing I just did. Um, we were just talking about Moton Field, and like I said, it's split between the city, a private entity, and the National Park Service. The National Park Service converted to of the original hangars, there are only two out there at Moton Field, into full-out museums through the Park Service. They are amazing. So please, um, listeners, go visit the park, the, the National Tuskegee, um, the historic site over there in, in um, at Moton Field. But anyway, I'm a member of Jack and Jill Augusta chapter where I live, and mm-hmm. just on the 15th of February, the Park Service did the ribbon cutting ceremony. For Hangar 2, they've been working on this thing for years. It is state-of-the-art amazing. And I um, had 18 kids with me from the Jack and Jill chapter, um, 15 15 parents. We took a 55-passenger charter bus from Augusta to um, Tuskegee to see this monumental opening. And that Saturday and that Sunday, all the children that ranged from ages 2 to 17 did a STEM activity is science, technology, engineering, math at the um, engineering school at Tuskegee University. The professors and students, graduate students, came in on a Sunday to do a STEM activity with these children. And that's all to promote um, the legacy of Chief Anderson through ex- to exposing youth to careers in, in, um, careers in education in the field of aviation and, you know, engineering and science and all that. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, you hear the lady. Her name is Christina Anderson. You can go to the website. That's chiefanderson.com, or he's on Facebook. They have a Facebook for the foundation. It's C. Anderson Foundation, and you can – this is what I love. You can hit the chief up on Twitter. That's right, at underscore Chief Anderson, at underscore Chief Anderson. And um, I mean, Christina, I can't, I'm I'm really a super fan of yours, man. I, I just Thank think you. You, your tenacity, uh, your ability to get stuff done. I mean, I talk to people. Our conversation, I had those conversations all the time, and they never turned into anything. And right. so, for us to be a week out, and we're we're yep. about to, you know, uh, you know, your grandfather's about to get a stamp, which the stamp is beautiful, right? Thank you. And and also, you know, for us to be doing this show, you know, in in his honor is awesome. So, man, I'm I'm such a fan of yours, and and thank you for coming on this show, especially during Women's History Month. Oh well, thank you for inviting me, and I look forward to seeing you in a week, <laughs> Rodney. I see you. I see you in a week. 
All right. Thank you. Hi, love. Hey, thank okay. you for coming on. Hey, appreciate it. Hey, y'all, it's your boy Rodney. You tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. That's my girl, Christina Anderson, the Tuskegee Airman. Uh, that's right, Chief Anderson. Uh, please, when we start talking about black history, you tend to confine your thirst for knowledge to February. And then you want to, you know, they only give us, you know, 28 days. Well, don't take what they give you. Take more. Take March 3rd. Take September 15th. You understand me? Black history happens every day. There's so many people that's contributed to who we are that you don't know about. Chief Anderson is probably one of them, okay? Make it your business to learn about them. Go to ChiefAnderson.com and uh, check it out. All right, up next, ladies and gentlemen, when I tell you this is my dude, I'm about to bring on. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of his music. When I first met him, first met him face-to-face, I was at a club in L.A., about to go in. It was like one of the R&B nights or whatever. I was about to go in, and, you know, a limo pull up. He's like, yo, man, that's the spot. I'm like, yo, this is the spot. He was like, yo, man, I'm a fan. He was a fan of mine, so we got to talking. Brought me in a limo. We chopped it up, and, man, this guy told me his story that day. And... I was already a fan, but, you know, as I walked out of that limo, I was an even bigger fan after knowing his journey. Hopefully we can communicate that today. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest, I'm about to bring on, I'm going to play a song first because, you know, he got songs. You understand? This boy got songs. Let me make sure I got them all up here. Boom, boom, bam. When I, let me tell you something. When I get to bring it, Madeline, I got all my songs in there. Because I asked for about 12 of this dude's songs because he got so many hits. You know, I ain't going to even tell y'all who it is. I ain't going to tell y'all who it is. Y'all stay right there. This is Rodney Perry. When I come back, you know what? Madeline, tell the ladies who I got. I do, I do it. Ladies and gentlemen, Case. That's right, Case. Coming on after the break. What did I do with my last five hours? Let's see. I was a dietitian, a housekeeper, a pediatrician. Yeah, that was a third degree boo-boo. A housekeeper, a sanitation engineer, a housekeeper. Good thing I have five-hour energy to keep me going. What will you do with your next five hours? Check it out, y'all. It's my man, Case. <laughs> You're the only one for me. You're the only one I need. Can nobody make me feel the way it's making me feel. And girl, you know that love is real.
check it out. Rodney Perry, rock without a doubt. I'm gonna let you know how we run this show. Case on the mic, show you what you know. Uh. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your boy Rodney Perry. <laughs> <laughs> I had to jump on the track with you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> hey y'all. Hey y'all. Without any further ado, let's bring the guy on the line, man. One of the one of the most talented vocalists of our time, singer, songwriter, um, and all around good dude, man. Great story. Thanks for coming on, man. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? Thanks for having me, man. Case, let me tell you something. When when I start thinking of the soundtrack of my life, you one of them dudes that got, you know, you have you got them them songs that resonate, you know, go beyond right now. Like I mean, you got like so many classics, dude. Like I remember it was like three years in a row you had the like the number one song to get married to. Yeah, I mean it's it's a blessing, you know. It, it, that's that's what I kind of went for when I when I decided to get into music. Uh, people used to ask me that, like, what do, what do I want to accomplish? And one of the one of the main things was to make music that people want to listen to in 10, 20 years from now, like like them old Motown songs. Yeah. You used to listen to them songs like they just came out. You know what I mean? And that was something that yeah. I wanted to do, to have music that was going to be around, you know, so that our kids and grandkids and everybody would, you know, they could still listen to it. And it, and it wasn't something that was a fad or, you know, it's real music. Man, I mean, you, 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 you stand, stood the test of time. Um, when did you know that you were going to be a professional singer? All my life. That's, that's yeah. pretty much all I ever wanted to do. My pops sang. Uh, my grandmother used to make me and my cousins do concerts in the living room. And company <laughs> came over, like yeah. right. So you know that that matter of fact, on my on my Twitter, the background picture is a picture of me giving a concert in my grandmother's living room. I was about three years old. Huh, Larry? So, go to his Twitter. Yeah, that's all uh, it was in that house. Go to the Twitter, see that picture right now. Case, he's at Case underscore Music, and the website is I am dash case dot com and of course the uh facebook is case music uh man uh, how has the game changed um from from the beginning to now well i think i think the biggest way that's changed is that um when i when i came into the game it was like the the last of that era where there was actual people owning the record companies and running them you know what I mean? So that if they if they like what you was doing and they, they believed in you, they could stick with you and make it happen. Um, a little while after that is when the corporations started buying the record companies and they really, you know, they care about the bottom line. I mean it was business. Right. So that that was the biggest change that I saw. And then now it changed again though with the, the internet and, and all of that stuff. It's like anybody that wants to do it can do it. You know what I mean? There's there's no filters, nothing to stop you. You feel like this is what you want to do. You put it out, and you know, Man, you just go for it. Yeah. So, so it, it seems like it's kind of gone full circle because most artists now are independent, you know. And even if you with a label, you still have to act like you're independent. You still have to grind and hustle and still get your your name and your energy out there. Uh, is it yeah. easier for a case who already has a brand than it is for a guy that's just getting into it? 
Well, I think it's always easier when you have a when you have a brand, you have people who already know what you bring to the table, they they kinda of been riding with you. That's always a little easier. Um, to me, but I mean none of it is easy because like you yeah. said, at the end of the day it's all it's all hard work, it's all a grind. It's all and I mean with the independent grind, a lot of it is money out of your pocket that you gotta that you gotta spend, whereas before the label was spending that. So I right. mean it makes now, it now you gotta already be established. But yeah, it's all work. I, I hear you, man. Let, let's let's do this, cause I need to talk to Case, the songwriter. You understand? Cause yeah. you have you have written with you know, well, what's it? What is it to co-write with somebody? Because I know you've written with you know people like Usher and Christopher Williams, I'll be sure, uh, Faith Evans. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that collaboration when you in in the studio or do you meet at a coffee shop or like how does that go down when you hooking up with somebody that way? Um, the times that I've done it, it was either in the studio or sometime at home. You know okay. what I mean? Like there's been times there's been times when I've had um songwriting sessions where we just just like, you know, come to the crib, you know, open up the bar and we just sit there and just listen. You know what I mean? And okay. we just start throwing ideas off each other and that's how it basically just comes together like that. That that's the most fun to me. Because okay. in the studio there's still an element of, of having to get it done. Right, because when you're at home and you're just chilling, you know, you you got some type of time constraints there, but when you're at home, it's kind of like y'all just building. You know what I mean? Y'all just sitting around kicking it, and, oh, while we're doing that, I guess we'll write this down. You know what I mean? Man, you got so so many, so much great music, man. Um, One one of the songs, and, you know, uh, of course, you know Madeline, who helps me, we were talking, and we were, like, going through the case catalog, and, and we was having a battle over joints that we liked. And one of those songs that came up, man, is a song called Should Have Known Better. And she was like, that's my song. And I'm like, yo, that joint. It was <laughs> a part of a soundtrack to a movie that I did. Right, right, Johnson Family Vacation. I was in Johnson Family Vacation, which is my first yeah. movie. And I remember this song vividly because I was like, I remember I was like, yo, that's my man Case. I mean, like, because I was telling people that we was friends. Right, right. <laughs> so, you know, I, I spoke it and now we are. So let's do this. Exactly. Let's play, let's play Should Have Known Better. And then I don't even know if you know this case, but I got the new, new hot case. I'm a leaking, I'm leaking stuff today. Oh, you got the leak. Okay, okay. That's what's up. I'm leaking. I'm leaking, baby. So, y'all, everybody stay right there. We talking the case. The name of the song is Should Have Known Better. This is this is a great song, man. Listen up. This is Roddy Perry. You're tuning in Roddy Perry Live. It's case, baby. What? <laughs> we listen. Didn't I tell you we you can't talk? We download. We seven. Tell myself that you 
I want to make real music about real things. And that, that's that's the only part of it that's really deliberate. Like, I don't want to just sing about, like, I don't want every song to be about sex and every, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's only so many times you can go to the strip club and meet a chick and try to take her home in a song. You know what I mean? There's only so many times you can see that. You get it got to be something else going on in your life. So, I guess I just try to sing about, like, real things that happen to people. I figure if they happen to me, they happen to somebody else. They might not happen to everybody else, but they happen to somebody else, and they, they can understand what I'm talking about. Man, you, you, um, you, you, of course, you know, we know about your music career, but, man, you, you, you were very, you, you were a product of a miracle, because God shines <laughs> on your life. You know, let him use it. Man, uh, something that could have been a really terrible accident, um, you, you, you you tell me the story. So tell my audience the story. You actually accidentally uh, fired a gun, and it went through mm-hmm. your neck. Yeah, right through my neck. And um, I mean it. It, it was only like you said by a miracle that didn't hit anything. Anything, well, it didn't hit anything major. I mean, it didn't right. hit my neck, but uh, it didn't hit anything that would you know cause any any permanent damage. Uh, yeah. Anything like that? I mean, that that was definitely a blessing and definitely a miracle. Man, I mean, after I mean, and 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 mind you, four hours later, after this event, you were you were out of the hospital. I mean, yeah, I was back home. Does this change? Did that event change your perspective at all on life and how you approach anything or your music or or your or your journey? Actually, that event changed my perspective on on life. Definitely, it changed my perspective on everything. Because what something like that teaches you, it shows you, is that, I mean, in the blink of an eye, like they say, in the blink of an eye, it could all be gone. Like, you know what I'm saying? You could not be here. You could be sitting here talking right now and not be here 10 seconds from now. And that's that's like a reality. And I think everybody knows that. But when something like that happens, it kind of it kind of brings it home for you. Like, oh, this is real. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. with that being said, what what happens is well, what happened for me is that I kind of just started appreciating everything a whole lot more, and, and started really appreciating the little things in life. You know what I mean? Not not so much the big things because we all appreciate the big things, but there's the little things that that you take for granted yeah. that that I really appreciate now, and it and it just makes me know that there's a reason that I'm here, like you know, yeah. to, to never give up for any reason. Wow, well said. Hey, this is Roddy Perry. You tune in to Roddy Perry Live. We're talking to Case. You can't talk to Case without talking about this great song. The name of the song is Missing You. and went to number one on the charts. Give me the story behind the song. Because I know every every song has a story. Well, the story with that song is I didn't want to do it. Really? I didn't. I didn't yeah, I didn't want to. Those are usually the biggest songs you have if you notice the ones that you don't want to do. Um. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to do it. I didn't really like it that much when I heard the demo of it. Um, uh, Joe wrote it and Tim and Bob produced it, and I didn't. Uh, I mean, it, it was cool, but I, I it was somewhere else that I wanted to go. And um, they was like, well, I mean, we're just we're just trying it and see how it comes out. So I went and did it, and everybody liked it. I was like, okay, bet. Then when it went yeah, to number yeah. one, I was like, yeah, I always like this song. Like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Yeah, that's what that's Yeah, I always wanted to do this. Yeah, yeah, no, this is, this is great. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's wrong with y'all. 
Yeah, that's how that, that's how that goes. Hey, can you introduce the song? I'm gonna play it right now. All right, cool. This is my uh, this is my first number one single. Missing you got nominated for a Grammy off the Open Letter CD. Written by Joe, produced by Tim Bob. Missing you. Whoa.
Perry Live. We're talking to my man, Case. That song is called Missing You. Went to number one on the charts. We about to get, we got, and this, this is the thing, Case. You got probably about 100 more number one joints, in you? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I'm, I'm working on a bunch of them. <laughs> I know. I know you're constantly in the studio. You're constantly creating. Um, what 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 aspect of of your game is your favorite? Is it songwriting? Is it performing live? Is it the creating of the song? Is it the studio? What's your favorite part? It's kind of hard to to pick what's my favorite, but I know I do like being in the studio. Um, I don't really like writing that much. Actually, writing the song, I don't like that much. But to, once it's written, to go in there and start arranging it and putting it together and singing it, yeah. that's fun to me. But I think the, I think the most fun would have to be going on stage and performing it because when you go on stage, you it's like instant gratification. Like when you when you make an album, you gotta wait for it to come out and wait for people to hear it and see if they like it. When you get on that stage, you know right then and there if you suck or not. Like you, no, know, no, right? you wanna know. Yeah, you know right there, Nick. I mean, you know, even with, with comedy, like, yeah. that stage, that shit right there. You know right away. Yeah, it's immediate gratification or immediate get the hell off the stage. Immediately. Yeah, it's one of them, too. It's one of them, yeah. too. Yeah. And you can't, hey, you can't beat that. The new album, Summer 2014, is called Heaven's Door. Why that title? Um, That title came from, uh, I was, I was, putting the songs together, because for a while I hadn't worked on any music. I just wasn't feeling anything. And um, I started putting some stuff together, and I started to feel good about it. Um, everything everything in my personal life was lining up, you know, the way the way I wanted it to. And things were just going, going good for me. So it kind of felt like I was at the doorstep of my own personal heaven. So I figured, why not make that the, the title album? You know, I'm having fun, and I'm, you know, I'm where I want to be right now. Man, that, that's that's uh, well, that that that's I can't say nothing else. That's dope as you can say. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, one of the songs that's been leaked is out there. You know, people in kind of kind of got it. And Roddy Perry, we got a little snippet. It's called right, Damn right. Girl. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I know we done been out at some spots, and we done seen some people. And there's yeah, always somebody yeah, in the room yeah. like, "Damn, girls, girls." And that's shit, what they're talking about. That's about half. <laughs> Is that it? Is that it? Hey, enough said. Hey, it's Women's History Month, so me and Case is sending this out to all the ladies that walk in the club, but the dude be like, damn, girl. Exactly. This is for y'all. <laughs> all right. This is for y'all. Some special gift from heaven. If I can get you, I would throw away the key and lock you down, lock, lock you down. Match down when it's so proper. Be my hot socket, I drink you down. One shot, no problem. See, in my bedroom, I'm the king. On the dance floor, I'm the king. In my palace, I'm the king. With your body, we can do the damn thing, yeah.
shaking like I'm riding in your body. Say it with me, everybody needs somebody. And I'm the king in the bedroom. You're the queen, the queen on the dance floor. You're the queen, the queen. Be my rider, we can do the dance.